This is Chatted Up With Tay, where Tay's opinion matters. Stay tuned. Hey guys, and welcome to Chat It Up with Tay. Um, my name's Taylor. For you who are just joining us, this is the second episode of Chat It Up with Tay podcast, and I want to thank you all for joining me again today. Um, I'm just going to tell you guys now, excuse me if I sign a little stuffed up. I'm just getting over like month cold. So let's get into it anyways. So today's segment is called Dub Thank You Next. Ladies, we have all been there with a guy who has completely turned our life upside down, back and around. Well, today I'm going to be talking about the one that did mine. So, let's go prequel before we get to that. If anyone knows me, I have, well, you would know that I have abandonment and I have commitment issues. Nope, no question about it. Um, I've accepted, learned to deal with it. But where does that come from? Well, like, unfortunately, a lot of younger um, black women, and hell, black men too, um, I grew up without my dad around, um, and my dad didn't actually come into my life until I was 13 years old. And by then, I kind of had my own independence, so I wasn't really so much focused on not having my dad around, but that did create the abandonment issues part in me. Um, honestly, I don't like to get close to guys because... I have a fear that they are going to, you know, disappoint me and leave me and let me down. So it's something I kind of realized about a year ago, and I'm trying, you know, work on it now. But, whew, baby, it's not easy. <laughs> um, so, yeah, um, so I guess that takes us into the actual story to this segment. Join back. And I'll be right back, and you guys will be able to hear it. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for joining in, guys. For you guys who are just joining me, my name is Taylor, and today's We are talking about Dub Thank You Next. So, where was my first heartbreak? (sighs) Tenth grade year, I was 15 when I first met Aaron. And um, me and Aaron had a (laughs) weird kind of relationship, I guess you could say. Um, We talked from I would say like September of 09 into maybe December ish um of the same year 
And in between them, um, we got along good. We would text, you know, talk on the phone a lot, um, see each other hang out here and there. And things were good, but um, I quickly learned that Aaron had a jealous side to him. So we would argue about, you know, stupid stuff. Um, And then I think the argument that kind of set it off was the fact that one of his... I guess you could say friends, but it's a guy I dealt with previous to him. Um, He made this stupid-ass bet that he could smash me um, on my birthday and or around my birthday. And, you know, Aaron found out and the nigga blamed me for it. And, you know, I'm just like, all right, I guess, like, how the fuck you going to blame me when I ain't got shit to do with that? So, um, you know, we kind of separated from then. I found out, you know, he was dealing with other girls and it just wasn't something, you know, I wanted to be a part of. So, boom, fast forward to March 2010. And me and Aaron, you know, we started talking again on Facebook, actually, you know, messaging back and forth, whatever. And we decided to try it again. <sighs> so, you know, things are good for a while. No complaints, no issues. Until one night in, I think it was like May, there was a party. And, you know, I didn't go, I didn't end up going to the party. I ended up staying back with one of my friends who wasn't able to go. But Aaron went, he went with. Um, one of his friends, one of his friends, the friend that he went with messed with my sister at the time and one of our guy friends. So they all go to the party or whatever. And um, I get on Facebook um, either the next day or, you know, a couple of days later. And I have no idea. I don't remember to this day how I found out. But I. I'm mass, like, I'm a max investigator. Like, if I want to find some shit out, baby, I'm going to find out. So, um, I'm pretty sure it was posts that were made from the girl. But Aaron um, stayed the night with a girl that night of the party. Okay, whatever. You know, we weren't boyfriend and girlfriend. We were talking at the time. So, I'm like, okay, whatever. But, wait, pause, kicker. The reason why I got upset is because I found out he stayed the night at my older sister's house with the girl. So, me and my sister are a month and a half apart. Um, Yeah, our dad was busy. (laughs) But month and a half apart. So, we were like really close at this time. So, she was messing with Aaron's friend. So he stayed at our older sister's house with my sister, um, that's my age, and our guy friend and his girlfriend. Well, his girlfriend had a friend, and from what I know now, her and Aaron were, I guess, messing around at the time. So from the story I collected is Aaron was supposed to be staying with his friend, you know, and... um. 
the girl was like, well, you know, I want to stay too to stay with him. <sighs> so once I found that out, I'm like, wait, pause. So my nigga stayed the night at my sister's house with another girl and they allowed this <sighs> baby. <laughs> Um, so I didn't talk to any of them for a while. Um, you know, me and my sister eventually talked about it or whatever, and we got back cool. But Aaron, like, I was done. Like, that was the most disrespectful shit I could ever, you know, experience when it came to him. I had never, you know, had anybody do no shit like that to me. So, um, fast forward a couple of weeks, and... We are at a get-together, you know, one of our mutual friends through, and Aaron's trying to talk to me, and, you know, I'm telling him, like, no, like, you got me fucked up. You was just at my sister's house with a whole nother girl. I'm pretty sure you fucked her, and now you want to come back and try to be cool with me? So, um, you know, <clears throat> he's, you know, telling me it wasn't like that. I ain't do nothing with her, blah, blah, blah. Y'all know niggas lie. So, um, boom, come like the next week, I get a phone call. No, sorry. I see on Facebook, free Ace Boon. Ace Boon's Aaron's nickname. So I'm like, wait, what? So then, um, I believe my sister actually called me like, bitch, like, you know, they liked, they got Aaron, they locked him up, whatever, whatever, so now I'm like, what the fuck, like, I didn't even know this nigga, you know, had a warrant or anything to be locked up, so, um, so he gets locked up or whatever, but at the time, I really, I mean, I didn't really care, to be honest, like, I was still pissed off the fact that he went and stayed the night with another girl at my sister's house, so then, um, a few weeks later, I get this fucking message from the girl he stayed the night with at my sister's house, like, Aaron wants you to write him, this is his inmate number. Wait, bitch, how do you know his inmate number? How, why are you writing him? So, me being me, I'm like, fuck him, tell him I'm not writing him, like, why, why are you communicating with him, period? So that completely went left for me. Like, if one of his friends would have, you know, wrote me, like, you know, Aaron wants you to write him, whatever, whatever, I probably would have wrote him, kept in touch with him. But the fact that this bitch wrote me, nah. <sighs> so anyways, um, so I started talking back to this guy I dealt with on and off, um, with for a little, on and off, um, at the beginning of my 10th grade year. Kind of around the same time I was talking to Aaron. Um, and, you know, me and the guy got close, whatever, whatever, did our thing. And, you know, we stayed cool after that. Um, so, fast forward September, Aaron gets out of jail. You know, I see him for the first time and it's awkward as hell. Because, you know, it's been, what? Like August, September, five months since I last seen him. We ended on a bad note. Um, you know, I had started dealing with someone else. Shit was just, you know, awkward as hell. So, um, when me and Aaron 
when we're the first time we're around each other, we really don't speak too much. But um, like two, three days later, he writes me on Facebook, <laughs> and he wrote me like, I quote, "So you out here being a fool, huh?" And I'm like, "What?" He like, "Oh, so you was dealing with so and so." Man, I'm like, who told you that, bro? Mind you, I know who told him because, um, like, his friends, like, they love that shit. So, it either had to be one of his friends or his brother. So, I'm like, man. I'm like, yeah, whatever. You know, I was dealing with him. So, we go back and forth, back and forth. And, you know, I'm like, my nigga, you fucked up. Like, you was with a whole nother girl on me. And then you had her write me to write you, like, my nigga, you fucked up. Like, not me, you know? So, um, so after that, we kind of started conversating here and there, whatever. Um, we end up having, like, this long-ass talk after that on my birthday. Um, <laughs> mind y'all, it was like, actually, it was, I'm sorry, it was, the weekend after my birthday, after this party, we were at one of our friends' house who had invited everybody over. Me and Aaron had, like, this big-ass blow-up um, about, you know, everything, putting everything on the table, whatever, whatever. Trying to decide where we were going to go from there, trying to put the past in the past, whatever. <sighs> all right, y'all. Here comes the dumbass Taylor. Don't judge me, all right? So, um... Me and Aaron all together dealt with each other for almost three years. Um, from the time um, I was 15 to I was 18, um, we dealt with each other. So, um, Aaron <laughs> had a girlfriend, okay? He ended up getting a girlfriend or whatever, and... That should have been indication. Taylor, leave him alone. But me being me at the time, I'm like, nah, like, you feel me? Like, I've been messing with this nigga. I'm not about to leave him alone. So, um, boom. Me and the girl, you know, I found out he had a girlfriend. The girl finds out that me and him are dealing with each other. And we never face-to-face, um you know, had words or whatever. No, I lied. One time. One time we had words, but it wasn't even about Aaron. It was about some stupid shit. Like, she, like, told me to shut up or some shit, and I was drunk, and I tried to fight her, like, at a party. It was some dumb shit or whatever. But besides, like, social media, like, Twitter and Facebook and shit, we never had words, never fought, none of that shit. So the thing with Aaron is... He didn't treat me like, I mean, I guess you could say the side chick, as it's called. Because I literally was with this nigga, like, every day, all the time. Like, I used to stay the night with him. You know, we used to be together all day. Like, so I wasn't, I didn't really feel like I was, you know, on the side or that he had a girlfriend. Because it legit, like, we would be together all the time, you know? Um... And, you know, a lot of people would tell me, like, you know, he treats you better than he treats your girlfriend. You know, people were in my head, like, you know, he, like, you know why he deals with her. 
Um, it's not nothing like that. Like, he really cares about you, you know. And I just let people, you know, get in my head for me to stay, you know. Like, hype me up as if the nigga really gave a fuck about me. And so, um, you know, as time went on and me and Aaron kept dealing with each other, um, you know, my feelings grew, grew, grew. And I eventually, I guess, <laughs> fell in love with them. So at that point, I'm like, I'm really not letting this nigga go. Like, you got me fucked up. And, you know, me and Aaron would have our, um, we would sit and talk, you know, for hours. And we would have, you know, our arguments and disagreements because, you know, I'm like, why don't you just leave her alone and it just be me and you? He would come up with some excuse, blah, 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 this, that, and third. And I would just accept it, you know? And so, um, that went on for a while. Um, and what's crazy is, you know, Aaron had a girlfriend. You know, I was dealing with him. But he was messing with other girls, too. Like, fucking other girls. And, you know, I would find out or whatever. And, you know, I would confront him. And we would go back and forth, and, you know. You know, niggas, he's like, you know, I'm not fucking her. You know, you always want shit out of proportion. Um, excuse me, guys. I'm trying to clear my throat out. <clears throat> but, um, you know, you're blowing things out of proportion, whatever, whatever. And we would just go back and forth, back and forth. And then I would just, you know, let him, you know, talk his way out of it. And I'll be cool. And, you know, it it was draining, it was really draining because if you knew me around the time, you knew the whole time I was messing with Aaron, I was a bitch. Like, it was like he controlled my emotions so bad to the point to where if me and Aaron were into it, my friends wouldn't even deal with me, you know? Like, if I had an attitude, the first thing out of their mouths was what Aaron do today or why you and Aaron into it. Because me and him literally would you know, go at it so bad that I wouldn't want to fuck with anybody after that. And, you know, Aaron, like like I said earlier, he was, like, really jealous. And so he would throw, you know, the dude I was dealing with, he was in jail in my face. You know, he was, you know, he would tell me, like, I'm not loyal to him. You know, I didn't give a fuck, whatever, whatever. And, you know, one thing about him was... um Aaron was very, he was manipulative, you know, like he wasn't physically abusive or anything, but he was very like mentally abusive. Like he would literally have you feeling like shit for a situation he did. You know, he was able to talk his way out of any, like anything. Like when um, Michael Jackson made the song Smooth Criminal, like... I felt like he was talking about him because that nigga could talk himself out of a fucking crime scene that he literally had the knife in his hand for. So, um, you know, when we would go at it and shit, he would, you know, try to flip the script on me and try to make it seem like it was me. And that would piss me off even more. So then I'd be even more in my feelings. Like, like you got me fucked up. Like, I know it's not me. But, you know, at the time, I was just, like, I didn't want to lose him, you know. Because at the end of the day, even though we had our disagreements or whatever, me and Aaron had a lot of good times together, you know. He, I somewhat consider him my best friend. Like, I could sit there for hours and we, me and him would just talk and talk and talk. 
and you know he would you know give me his insight on certain things um he would open up to me you know about certain things and you know we so we had a really good relationship when it came to communicating and shit he just wouldn't you know let the other girls go so um Um, then, I don't know what happened. Um, Aaron, he kind of, I guess, I got over the situation of him being with another girl, me being on the side, you know, arguing with her all the time, dealing with him, mess, like, you know, messing with other girls. It just got draining. And, you know, I kind of started coming to my senses and, you know, I'm like, Taylor, like, he really doesn't give a fuck about you, you know. Aaron, you know, he um, he had told me he loved me um, before. And when he told me that, I believed it at the time. But I also kind of believe he only said that because at the time I was talking about leaving him. And, like, stop dealing with him altogether. Um, we had got into it or whatever. And, you know, I was over everything. And, you know, when he when he told me, you know, he loved me or whatever, I was like, I don't know. I kind of just went into, like, a, I don't know, like a weird place, you know. Like, I started accepting the bullshit again after I told myself I wasn't going to accept it. Um, like, I remember, funny story, I remember one time, I got, I I was drunk as hell, I was like 17, drunk as hell, um, and we were at this, like, little get-together, and, um, one of our guy friends or whatever (laughs) was like, you know, Ace Boom, remember when we got head from those girls? And y'all, I flipped shit. You know, I'm like, you got hair from who? And, you know, I get to crying. When I get mad, I cry. So I get to crying. I get to yelling, flipping out. Um, and, you know, I'm yelling, arguing with him. Y'all, it got so bad. I was like, I'm about to go gay. Like, I'm tired of dealing with you niggas. Like, y'all not about to keep on playing me. You know, I'm about to go mess with a bitch, whatever, whatever. Like, it was so bad and so embarrassing. And, you know, looking back now, I'm like, damn, Taylor, like, this nigga really had you fucked up in the head. But, I mean, that was, you know, kind of the breaking point for me. You know, after that, I kind of realized, you know, that Aaron didn't really, like, how he said he had me, he really didn't have me. So I slowly started, you know, pulling myself away from him. Um, When he would call me, I wouldn't answer um, you know, I wasn't around him as much, things like that, and, you know, he, he could see it, you know, he would ask me, you know, why was I acting funny, whatever, whatever, and I would just tell him, like, you know, this setup isn't, you know, okay with me anymore, like, um, you know, at the time I was about to be 18, I was graduating from high school, you know, I had been accepted into colleges and shit, you know, 
in high school, I was, you know, on a roll. Like, I had a 3.6 GPA. I was in National Honor Society. Like, I wasn't dumb. Like, I was smart as fuck, you know? And I started realizing, like, any nigga would be lucky to have me, you know? Like, I had my shit together. Like, I was working, you know, had my, a car, whatever, driving, you know? And I'm just like, why are you accepting this shit, you know? So I started pulling back, you know, slowly from him. And, you know, I'm, like, arguing with his girlfriend all the time isn't worth it. Um, Him killing my self-esteem all the time, like, wasn't worth it. Like, whenever he didn't get his way, he would put me down about something. And, you know, at the time, um, honestly, I had became I had become insecure because, like, it was different shit Aaron used to say to me to, you know, put me down and make me feel like, you know, I wasn't good enough. And so... I started, you know, realizing, like, that's not love, you know, that's someone who cares about you wouldn't do that shit to you. So, finally, um, I broke away from him, and, um, we had this really big blowout about it, um, he was calling me all types of, you know, out of my name, bitches, whatever, whatever, telling me how I never gave a fuck about him, and... You know, that's why he never left his girl because he knew I wasn't really loyal for him, loyal to him. You know, all this crazy shit. And then I started dealing with someone else at the time. And, you know, that went that took it way far left. So (laughs) um, fast forward, me and Aaron didn't talk for a while. And a couple like, I don't know, maybe like a year later, I get this message from him on Facebook like, cussing me out, like, you told such and such that I did this, and that I wasn't shit, and you down-talking me, whatever, whatever, and, you know, I'm like, like, you know, what the fuck are you talking about, like, when I get, I'm, like, I'm trying to get my life together, like, it was my first year of college, I'm like, I'm not worried about you, like, I stopped dealing with you months ago, like, why would I still be talking about you down-talking you to anybody, you know, and, um, you know, we go back and forth, go back and forth until I just blocked them. So, um, a couple of, like a month later, I ended up seeing him at a get together. Y'all needed to stop going to get togethers because every time I went to one and he was there, it turned out bad. But anyways, at a get together, I ended up seeing him and, you know, we really didn't say much to each other or whatever. Um... But it was like, I don't know, it was weird because I didn't have any type of feelings, you know? Like, I wasn't sad, I wasn't mad, I wasn't happy, like, I didn't get that, like, oh my god, I miss you. Like, I was just kind of, like, over it, you know? So, um, we fast forward and, like, two years go by um, from when I see Aaron again. And that time when I seen him, me and him did talk. Um, the friend that used to mess with my sister, um, I was with him and my sister. And we went and got Aaron or whatever. And then um, I ended up taking, like, we were hanging out or whatever. Then I ended up taking my sister and the guy, you know, back to their houses or whatever. So it was just me and Aaron. And, you know, I go and drop him off and... <laughs> Aaron's favorite line to me every time he see me was, 
you miss me or so you don't miss a nigga. And so I knew it was coming. And so once he asked me, you know, I looked at him and I was just like, you know, I told him, like, I miss the conversations and the friend I had in you. But being with you, I don't miss like not at all. And, you know, so we go back and forth, whatever, whatever, talking. And, you know, he tells me, um, you know, he apologizes for, you know, the message that he sent me for calling me on my name and disrespecting me. And then he tells me, you know, that him and his girlfriend used to argue all the time about me. And, like, she, you know, she was real, like, she was jealous of me and, like, you know, like, real insecure in the relationship. And, like, whatever, no matter what they argued about, it always came to me. And, you know, he was like, it's because she knew that, um, you know, I was where he really wanted to be or whatever. And back then, when, if this would have happened, um, I would have been, you know, um, I would have been, you know, I don't know, smitten, I guess you could say, or I would have took it as, um, um, you know, to the heart. But at the moment, I was just like, no, <laughs> like, I'm not doing this with you. Like, you're not about to second me back in. And like, it just really didn't do anything for me. Like, I just wasn't, you know, at that point in my life anymore where I was, you know, happy to hear something like that. Like, like you know, he was telling me how much he did care about me and, you know, how he missed me and um, just, I don't know. We were just, like, talking or whatever, like, you know, about the past and, you know, just kind of clearing the air with stuff. Well, um, of course, Aaron being Aaron, when things didn't go his way and I didn't, you know, fall into what he was saying, I, um, I, um, he started with the, you know, disrespectful shit and I'm like, you know what, I'm over it. Like, I'm about to let you take me back to that place I once was and I left. Um, so yeah, so in a nutshell, that's kind of what I went through with Aaron. Um, good times, bad times, <laughs> um, but, you know, it taught me a lot, you know, and at the time, I was real bitter about it, you know, there was one point where I hated him, it was one point where I wish, you know, I never met him, I wish I would have never dealt with him, I wish people would have told me, like, Taylor, leave him the fuck alone, instead of, you know, encouraging, you know, me to keep trying, whatever, and, um, you know, it took me a while to kind of move past that and to move past the hurt and the insecurities and, you know, the issues that he brought within me. Because after him, you know, I haven't been able to get close, that close to a guy since. So that was five years ago since I stopped, you know, dealing with him any kind of way. So for the past five years, I've had, you know, issues when it came to being with somebody on that, you know, serious level, trusting somebody, letting somebody in. And, you know, it took a while for me to accept that it was because when I when I did let someone get close to me, it, you know, it I got fucked over, honestly. You know, I was just got put into a bad place. So, um, you know, this past year, though, um, I got a phone call 
and um, it was my cousin telling me that Aaron had passed away. Mind you, I haven't talked to Aaron. I haven't talked to him in like I don't know, maybe two years. So year and a half, roughly. So you know, it was it was crazy because last time I talked to him, we still didn't end shit on good terms. And, you know, I broke down about it and, you know, I kind of started thinking back, you know, to everything I went through with him. And, you know, I couldn't say all of it was bad. I couldn't say all of it was good, but it was a lot of lessons in that. And, you know, it just made me kind of think like, you know, I wish I would have reached out, you know, just to see how he was doing, you know, whatever, you know, just kept in some type of contact because he was a part of my life for a long time he did have a huge impact you know on my life so you know not to have that closure or not to you know have that type of relationship with him where me and him could still be cool it hurt you know and um I don't know it just opened my eyes to a lot of things you know when it came to me and when it came to um how um, you know, to deal with certain things, um, how to deal with certain things and how to cope. And so, um, you know, even to this day, I wish I wouldn't have held a grudge against him. You know, his birthday is in January and it's crazy because every year on his birthday, I think about him and I always want to reach out and tell him happy birthday. But, you know, I'm like, nah, you know, fuck him. And now, you know, I just wish I would have actually reached out and said happy birthday or said something simple, you know. So, I don't know. It opened a lot of doors for me or a lot of, it opened my eyes to a lot of things, I should say. Whew. So, anyways, um, I'm going to take a small break and come back. And then we are going to talk about, in general, relationship issues. Thanks, you guys, for listening. And I'll be right back. Hey guys, I'm back and welcome to episode 2 of Chat It Up with Tay. Dub, thank you next. Um, if you guys listened to my previous segment, you guys learned a lot about a previous relationship of mine and kind of where I stand right now when it comes to relationships. So, um, I want to talk about the biggest takeaway from me dealing with Aaron. Um, so I learned that for one, I would never deal with the situation I was in with him ever again. Um, you know, I would never play the side or play myself to the side when it comes to a guy. Um, you know, I have too much going for me, too much to offer. And I would never deal with a guy who thinks it's okay to keep me and another girl at the same time. Um, I had to build my self-esteem, you know, back up and prove to myself, you know, I was worthy and I was, you know, I was the shit, you know. And 
it took a while. It honestly did. And, you know, since Aaron, you know, I've dealt with other guys, talked to other guys, but I never got serious with another guy since him. Um, and it's crazy because I feel like a lot of girls go through this. And, I mean, hell, probably guys too, but, you know, we, us girls, we, we take it more to heart. <laughs> but, you know, as women, we're quick to call another woman dumb. You know, we're quick to judge someone's situation when we don't know everything. And, you know, me me included, I'm quick to be like, sis, like, you dumb as fuck, like, leave that nigga, you know? But you don't realize, you know, when you're with someone and you're, like, mentally and emotionally connected to them, you know, outside of physical stuff and everything, and you're, like, actually deeply connected with them and you, you know, care about them, that, you know, it's hard to break away. It's hard to move on. You know, you don't want, for one, you don't want to rebuild that connection with someone else. For two, you don't want anyone else, regardless of the shitty things you guys go through, to have him or have what you have with him. You know, it's a lot you have to deal with when you separate yourself from somebody that you deeply care about. And, you know, a lot of guys have a lot of, like, emotional and mental um, control over us women, sadly. You know, and they know that, and a lot of them play on that. So, you know, I just learned, you know, that that when I was with Aaron, I think I was more so um, in love with the fact that he was the first guy I actually kind of connected with on a different level, you know. Um, like I said earlier, I didn't grow up with my dad. Um, I've never seen a functional relationship Um, you know, my mom was pretty much single for a lot of my life. Like, she had boyfriends here and there, but nothing, you know, serious. I had an older brother, and he ran through girls, like, fucking, he changed his underwear. So, you know, none of my cousins, aunts, or uncles were married. I lied. I have one aunt and uncle that's married or whatever. But the majority of my aunt and uncles, cousins, whatever, they weren't married. You know, they weren't in, you know, healthy, functional relationships that I could look up to. So I had never seen a functional relationship growing up. And, you know, in my house when I grew up, I didn't grow up in a house where I felt comfortable enough just to talk about, you know, how I was feeling, how I was dealing with shit. You know, and, you know, my mom loved us, you know, but she just wasn't that open-up parent, you know. So I kept a lot of shit bottled in. So, you know, when I started dealing with Aaron and we got to talking, I was able to let a lot of that stuff out. I was able to talk about a lot of that stuff. And I don't know, I just kind of connected with him on another level. So, you know, it taught me that I have to find a guy who I can have that with, but who also respects me enough to make me, you know, his only person that he's dealing with, you know, to love me enough that I know he won't hurt me, that someone I can trust and vice versa, you know. And, um, you know, I just learned a lot about myself that I just wanted somebody to, you know, care about me and to love me. And I was at a point in my life where I just didn't 
you know, feel like I had that, you know, I didn't feel like I had someone who just genuinely gave a fuck about me. So when he showed me that, you know, it I, I took to it. And I honestly think that's what a lot of girls do. We're so lost and we're so, you know, scared to, you know, not ever have that connection or whatever with anybody that the first person that shows us it, we jump on it. We take it. And, I mean, I think guys might do it, too. You know, there's a lot of guys with issues as well who, you know, weren't, wasn't, they weren't properly loved as a kid or they had to grow up too fast or, you know, whatever. And they latch on to that first person that shows them some type of affection and everything. And, you know, it sucks because um, I've met a couple of guys, you know, that I could have for real built something with but I never took it serious. And, you know, previously, I used to deal with guys who were in the streets, you know. Um, regardless of what it is, they were street dudes. And I think now, looking back, the only reason why I dealt with them was simply because I knew not to expect too much from them, honestly. Um, you know, they weren't something I knew I was going to marry or someone who I was going to, you know, settle down with. I was half expecting them to put all into, you know, whatever we had going on. So I was able to deal with them and know it wasn't going to get taken to a level where they can hurt me, you know. And looking back now, it's crazy because the guys I dealt with, they were just, it's like it was like a waste of time, honestly. I mean, we were cool, don't get me wrong, and some of them I'm still cool with to this day. But to actually try to build something with them at the time was worthless, you know? And you know, now I'm at a place in my life where I wouldn't even look at a street dude anymore, you know? Just because I know nothing serious is gonna come about them. Like, I'm not doing jail visits for one, you know, I'm not holding no one down and I'm about to be with someone who's in and out the streets all the time, you know, doing what they would doing what they want to do and then think they're gonna come back, whatever. And, you know, I just felt like back then I knew not to expect too much, so I, I knew I couldn't get hurt because I was still harboring and I still kinda am, honestly, harboring the hurt from, you know, not growing up with my dad, broken promises from him and stuff. And then you know, the stuff I went through with Aaron, it all built on top of each other to the point where I just lost faith in, you know, guys, period. And I stopped caring enough to try to find a good guy, to let a guy love me, to let a guy in, you know. So when I would start talking to a decent dude, as soon as I felt like we were getting too close, I pulled back every time. Not something intentionally, but it's something that I did, you know, to you know, protect me, you know, I had built that wall. And honestly, I think a lot of girls do that. Um, they don't know how to be loved properly. And I feel like that's my biggest flaw at the moment, because I don't know how to allow a guy to come in and love me. I don't know how to accept a guy loving me and being there for me. Um, and, you know, I just know it's something that I have to deal with and I have something I have to work on in order to find somebody you know <sighs> so anyways <laughs> um I just I don't know ladies I feel like 
you don't have a lot of us accept a lot that we don't have to just because we want that companionship and at the end of the day it harms us more than it helps us because at the moment we feel like that's what we need we feel secure whatever whatever but after that we're broken you know where we don't know kind of where to go to pick up the pieces from there and you know when we find guys after that who are good dudes they have to deal with that from us you know that baggage that um you know brokenness in us and same with girls you know when we find guys that go through that we have to deal with that you know so guys and girls you know it takes a lot from us um because at the end of the day you can't build something on a foundation that's broken because eventually it's going to fall you know and so it's funny because when Ariana Grande made Thank You Next, um, I literally, like, I felt that shit. Because I'm like, I think of, like, you know, Aaron and other past relationships I've had in the past. And, you know, a lot of them had a lot of things in common. And I'm just like, damn, like, those, they legit taught me a lot. Like, you know, those relationships. And I would never go through any of that again. Excuse me. I would never go through any of that again. I would never allow a guy to treat me like shit, to talk to me like shit, you know, to make me feel so bad about myself that I felt like I had to stay with him because, you know, he had it in my mind that if I didn't, I was like, you know, a worthless or some shit. Like, I would never have a guy put me down, you know, lower my self-esteem for anything, you know. I would never deal with a guy who thinks it's okay to mess with multiple girls, have a girlfriend, keep me you know, try to keep me close at the same time, you know, I would never deal with that shit again. And, you know, so honestly, ladies, I think as women, we have to go through that. Um, you know, I wouldn't, I would never wish that kind of hurt or, you know, whatever I, that I went through on anyone. But I honestly think in order for us to find a solid relationship, going through something like that, helps because you learn even though I was young I learned you know what I wanted what I want to deal with what I don't want to deal with you know I kind of was able to you know grow from that um and you know not to this day I get guys asking me you know what am I looking for in a guy what am I looking for in a relationship and I don't know because I've never had a actual real functioning relationship before you know, and healthy one. I never dealt with the guy on a serious level to where we were actually happy and healthy together. So, um, I, I don't know. So, I mean, that's kind of where I'm at at this point when it comes to relationships. I'm trying to find what I'm looking for in a guy, what I'm looking for in a relationship. Um, I was on those people who never want to get married because I don't like long-term commitment because I feel like it gives you enough time to hurt me so I don't want that type of you know mindset in my head I don't want to always have to wait for the next shoe to drop because of my past so I don't know ladies <sighs> um honestly I feel like a lot of us go through this and a lot of us try to, you know, figure it out. And I think that's why a lot of us are in shitty relationships and we deal with what we deal with. 
because we don't know exactly what we want or we get that guy who shows us what we think we want and they you know we're locked in because we want that companionship and it's like what do we do from there where do you go how do you build yourself back up to where you can let someone else in to show you you know exactly what you want (laughs) so anyways that is our segment for the day um I definitely want to hear your guys's stories and hear what you guys think about today's segment um I want to touch back on this but I want you know you guys to be the one leading it so um email me at author at outlook.com um I want to hear your guys stories heartbreaks relationships you know your opinions and for you guys listening um go to my website taylormkirk.com where you could check out my latest blogs and you could check out all the streaming um, networks that this podcast will be featured on google itunes spotify soundcloud vice versa you know thanks you guys for joining in and ladies remember you're you're queen You don't have to deal with bullshit and never let a man take your crown.